Thanks for listening to The Real Me, a podcast about my life, by rediscovering my purpose, sports, music, anything really that I want to talk about, because it's my podcast. Sunday is the Super Bowl, and there will be a lot of entertainment, hoopla, Miley Cyrus, clashing of two titans, the Chiefs versus the Buccaneers. Will Tom Brady get another Super Bowl, or will Patrick Mahomes eclipse him in performance and be the next superhero? Well, the Super Bowl can provide lots of entertainment. I can't compete with that. But what I can do is be there for you. And really, that's my ministry. That's what I love to do, is help. And so, if I can be praying for you, give you a word of encouragement, laugh with you, cry with you, please don't hesitate to let me know. Because, to me, this is more than just words being spoken into a mic. Again, it's my ministry. What do you look forward to? Is it retirement? Is it the change of seasons? We all know that this time of the season here in Seattle, it can be very dreary and we lack vitamin D. And so we look forward to springtime when that sun rolls around and begins to warm things up and all the colors start coming out. It's beautiful. You look forward to getting together with your family. What motivates you? What do you hope for? I love looking forward to Mariners and spring training. My wife and I, over the past few years, got a chance to go to spring training in Arizona. And it was so much fun being down there in the heat and watching numerous baseball games it brought me great joy being able to sit alongside of her and watch these young mariners so full of hope and so full of life we we hope for so many different things we hope for a good retirement like i said we hope for peace we hope for stability we hope that our family is taken care of and healthy. Hope is such a strong emotion and a strong perspective. Without it, we would be lost. And so, what brings hope? What do you put all of your energy into? What do you trust in? What drives you? That's the question I'm going to talk a little bit about today. Hope. So this podcast is called The Real Me. And this is the time where, well, I get real. It wouldn't be true to the name of the podcast if I didn't share my heart. Talking about hope. About the future. About looking forward to brighter days and right now I'm in the middle of a very difficult time as 
you well know if you've been listening to my podcast. I'm not exactly doing a job that I'm 100% passionate about. I miss being a pastor, being used by God in that way. And so it's very easy for me to get caught up and be sad, really. And to just go, ugh, is this it for me? And there are days where I just don't want to get up and do the job. Don't get me wrong, I'm very blessed for having a job. And grateful to those who have helped me get it. I know there are a lot of other people in this world who are struggling even to find a job. And so I'm very grateful. But at the same time, you know, the reality is that it's not not exactly what I would love to be doing. But I can't stay there. I have to look ahead. My daughter looked at me last week and said, kind of a just or joking voice, you got to get out of the woe is me. And then even if she was joking, there's always truth in that. Maybe she wasn't joking at all. And I should be really offended, but no, I'm just kidding. I would never let that happen. But I do have to get out of that. And I think we're all faced with different situations in our lives or circumstances that we just go, is this all there is? But there is more. privilege of being there when Dave Niehaus made this call. They would love a base hit into the gap and they could win it with junior speed the stretch. And the 0-1 pitch on the way to Edgar Martinez. One more on the line down the left field line for a base hit. Here comes Joy. Here is Junior to third base. They're going to wave him in. The throw to the plate will be late. The Mariners are going to play for the American League Championship. I don't believe it. It just continues. My, oh my. That was the most exciting time of my life. More exciting than my wedding, my kids being born. No, not really. But it was so exciting to be there in that playoff atmosphere to be given just a glimpse of hope of what could be. We could actually have a chance to win the World Series. How exciting would that be? Now, we know that it didn't happen that year, but it did spur on a great couple of seasons that helped us get further along. I mean, that that game, that season, it helped us get Safeco Field the house that Griffey built. It gave us a glimpse into the future. And and so, you know, I, being the biggest baseball fan, the most fanatical Mariner fan, just, I just, it gave me something to look forward to. Every year, I, I convince myself that this will be the year, that maybe we have the right players. We've got the off-season 
acquisitions that we needed to just finally get over the hump and finally get over the fact that we have the longest playoff drought in all of Major League Baseball and I think all the sports right now. That's pretty sad. But I love them so much. I have to I have to look for the bright spots in a situation that most people just go, oh, it's the Mariners. Yeah, here we go again. But you know what? I'm I'm just not going to give up hope. I, I every year I just look intently at the the roster and I just I just I think to myself this is going to be the the time. I just have to find something that that keeps me looking forward. And you know it's the same in our lives and like for my job even now that I'm not the most passionate about. I have to. I have to find in the middle of this things that keep me hoping for the future. You know, I have to look at ways that I can impact people's lives even as I just talk to them about things that, you know, may not be the deepest. But yet I can be kind and considerate and it gives me hope that, you know, maybe there's a different position in the future for me. But finding things in the middle of chaos and hard things to focus on, to lift our head up, to give us hope, is a way that we can keep our spirits high. And you know what? One day, the Mariners will win the World Series. I just hope I'm alive to witness it. It's music time. I love music, as you probably can tell by the fact that I've had a music segment in each one of my podcasts. It's music is it's wonderful. It's great for the soul, and something that is a big part of my life. A few years ago, a lot of years ago, actually, Ali and I got to go to a music festival called Creation at the Gorge. It. It was amazing and beautiful. The Gorge is, is just such a phenomenal place to go and watch a concert. And when COVID is over, you should make a point to try and get there to see somebody play. Um, you won't regret it. It's, it's beautiful. But anyways, we got to go and be a part of this festival and watch a lot of great artists. One of those being the Newsboys. Oh, wait, we didn't get to see those guys because... I decided to leave early, a fact that my daughter Allie will never let me forget. She was not happy about it. But one of the artists we got to see uh, was a group called 10th Avenue North. And I really respect the guys in this group. I especially love the lead singer. He's got a pastor's heart and he can explain God's word in so many different ways. And it's just very touching. And uh, he came out with a song just recently, a solo album, essentially, and uh, he wrote a song called It's Gonna Get Better. And the words are kind of repetitive. It, it, it says, tell me, it's gonna get better, it's gonna get better, and so on. And then one of the verses says, will it always be this hard, like we're driving through the fog, waiting for the sun? One day we'll watch it burn away, we'll be amazed we chose to stay. I pray that we 
wood. And it goes on, it's going to get better. It's a very encouraging, you know, and it's important to look forward. It's going to get better. No matter what situation you're in, it will get better. You have hope, something to look forward to, to get you out of the circumstance. But the question we also have to ask is, what if it doesn't? What if it doesn't get better? Are you okay with that? Do you have something to hold on to if it doesn't? Do you have more than just circumstances to look forward to? What do you what do you hold on to that will keep you grounded? Because let's be real, sometimes it doesn't get better. Or sometimes it takes a long time to get better. And if we don't have a foundation, if we're not moored to something, if we don't have something to look forward to, it makes it really difficult. Think about that. What is your foundation? What do you hold on to? I've been reading a great book, as I mentioned in my previous podcasts, called Reimagining the Way You Relate to God by Sky Jathani. And he tells a story that goes like this. While training as a hospital chaplain in seminary, I learned that suicide was the most common among the elderly. To illustrate the reason, my supervisor developed an exercise for me. On a series of note cards, I wrote down things that gave my life meaning, relationships, activities, accomplishments, work, memories, etc. The 30 cards were laid out on the table in front of me as my supervisor began telling the imaginary story of my aging. First, my body began to weaken. Cards with activities I enjoyed were removed. Eventually, my work disappeared. Vital relationships were lost. My wife died. As the story continued, fewer cards remained. Even joyful memories faded away as my mind weakened. With just a few note cards left, my supervisor asked, How would you feel if this was all that remained of your life? Lost, I replied. I would feel lost. There's nothing left. I would have no purpose. Now, you understand why suicide begins to be appealing to the elderly, he explained. What he had really done was give me a glimpse into despair that chaos produces. Hope requires a sense of purpose and dignity, a belief we matter and that our life has value. But in a world of chaos, this hope cannot come from our circumstances. Our ability to control and maintain circumstances is just too feeble. We cannot contain the unpredictable forces of this world. And putting our hope in a career, a family, a nation, or even our own moral righteousness is flirting with disaster. When they fail, and they eventually will, so will our hope. Our sense of worth and dignity gets washed away in a deluge of despair. As I read that passage, I thought about all of the cards in my life. There has been cards removed, taken away, and yet there are still cards that remain. But what would happen if I had none of those cards? Would I be in the same boat? And I came to a realization that there's one card left. No matter what life throws at me, 
no matter what circumstances I find myself in, no matter what is taken away or what happiness I don't have, there's a card that will remain. It's what sets me apart and sets us apart as people of faith, as believers, as Christians. That card I've come to find is only a card that has one name on it, Jesus Christ. You know, he is the only one that can provide for us true hope. The world tries to explain away circumstances and the origin of life through evolution and life is just about survival of the fittest, get what you can. But you know what? Those those things, they're not satisfying. They never satisfied me. There was always something beyond that. And the one thing that gives me hope that is unshakable is the fact that Jesus Christ loves me. That he has a plan for me. That he has a future that can't be taken away no matter what happens. And that, my friends, is why I can keep my head up. I can, no matter what goes on, no matter how bad I feel, I can always come back to the fact that, you know what, this earth, this world, this planet, it's its not the end. I have hope. And so I encourage you, if you don't know Jesus, if you don't have a relationship with him, you know, seek him. The Bible says, seek and ye shall find. Knock and the door will be opened. The God of all creation wants to have a relationship with you. He doesn't doesn't expect that we're going to solve all the problems of the world. He's not keeping track of all of the things that you've done in a a, a list, a a to-do list. He loves you for who you are, no matter what, even though we are people who make tons of mistakes. And he looks forward to having us with him in a a future that is untarnished by sin, that bad things just don't happen, tears are wiped away. And you know what? That is what true hope is. And as believers in Christ, we are to keep our minds ready for action, be sober-minded, and set our hope completely on the grace to be brought to us at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Bible also says, let us hold on to the confession of our hope without wavering, since he who promised is faithful. We have a faithful God who loves us and who promised, you know, if you believe in me, if you trust in me, if you let me be in control, then you know what? I'm going to save and rescue you and I'm going to bring you into a world when you die that is eternal. And so no matter what circumstances we find ourselves in, no matter what bad things or good things or whatever, we can't lose hope. We've got to keep our head up and 
and remember that God is God is good and has given us such a glorious future. And I hope that you'll consider a relationship with him because there's nothing more than I would want to, is to see you with me in eternity. And if you have any questions, feel free to give me a call, email, or contact me through social media. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to The Real Me. Again, I'm Keith, and it's been an honor to be able to speak to you. I hope that maybe you draw some encouragement from this. I above all want you to know that I'm here for you. If I can be praying for you in any way, please let me know. You can reach me at therealmekeith at gmail.com, through Facebook at the Real Me Podcast, or call me at 425-614-6699. I just want to be there for you and love you. And so remember that I love you, but more importantly, that God loves you.